Hello everyone, welcome to Cartoon Season. I am Tyler, and we get to talk about cartoons, sometimes anime, but not today. We're sticking with cartoons today, and we're talking about Hilda. Hilda, find it on Netflix, or anywhere else. <laughs> uh, we're talking about season two today. Season two, um, as of right now, the newest season. There's a movie that's after this, though, which I haven't watched yet, and I will discuss in a future date. Um, and also, I think season three was announced, I believe. Season three is it does is happening, so that's good. Um, but just season two today. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, witches and how I like that witches exist in this world and how they portray them. We're going to talk about Twig leaving, which was, I think, I can easily say the most emotional episode of the entire series so far not saying the other episodes aren't but man twig leaving hurt <laughs> that one that, that one hurt a whole lot um and then we're going to talk a little bit about season three slash the movie um again movie already exists season three does not um uh, but i'm just going to get in some predictions that um could encapsulate uh the movie or season three or both uh so yeah some just predictions um if you haven't already go listen to the episode i did on hilda season one that way you're caught up. Um, I did do that. So go do that. <laughs> do that, so do that. Um, yeah, here we go. Uh, we're going to do Hilda. That didn't work the way I wanted it to. But that's cool. Nothing ever does. Ooh, I'm on the wrong thing. That's why. So I, so I, so I was on the wrong image, everybody. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, we're looking at the wrong picture. But now we're looking at the right picture. Okay, so now we're going to talk about witches. Um... Before we talk about Hilda, let's talk about Owl House. <laughs> just just for about 30 seconds. Owl House, great cartoon. It's on Disney. Show is way too good for Disney. Um, Disney does not deserve a cartoon that good. Um, but please go watch Owl House. One of my favorite cartoons. Honestly, probably top 10 cartoon of all time for me, if, if, if I'm being honest. I'd have to sit down and think about it, but really, really good. Um, season 2B. So the second half of season two just finished airing, and I am going to make an episode on that very soon. Um, honestly, that episode might come out before this one. <laughs> so if it is already out, go watch it if you've already seen the show. Uh, Owl House, it's all about witches. It's fantastic. So this show, um, I'm very into how they portrayed witches in this as well. Um, so Hilda and Frida, they find the hidden witch's tower, which is really cool, right? Up until that point, like with a little bit of season one, we knew witches existed. There wasn't really a whole lot of it. Like we had the librarian who was clearly a witch and, um, you know, they kind of helped us with the with the spell and whatever, uh, with, with the little mice, you know. Um, but with this, we finally get the world. We finally get made way more world building. They, 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 they dove a lot deeper into witches and I like it. They find that they find the hidden tower because the librarian don't remember the librarian's name. Uh, Kaisa. Her name is Kaisa, I believe. Um, yeah, she, she kind of leads them through, you know, un, unwillingly leads them through there. And we see like the high witches and they like control stuff. They make all the rules, whatever. Um, but past that, they get a mission. And that's where we really start to see some some cool stuff with them going through the labyrinth. Kaisa, Hilda and Frida. And um, I like the way this went where even though Hilda's the main character they make it so Hilda kind of sucks 
Like she, like, like she's not a good witch. You know, she, she would not be good at this stuff. And Frida is the star, right? Frida has the right brains for this. Not, not just because she's smart, which you know she is, but she knows how to think, right? Which, which, which sounds kind of dumb, but like she's a much better like problem solver when it comes to this sort of stuff. Like Hilda, Hilda with all of her misadventures, like she, she has a good knack for that, for like how to help people and like how to. You know, you know, you know, she just has that like in her heart, right? Whereas Frida, with all these little puzzles and, um, you know, which which plays nicely into being a witch, because witches can make potions and they learn spells. Like that plays right into Frida's strong suit. Whereas Hilda is like the opposite of that, right? Um, you know, you know, just two different ways to approach things, two different ways to think about scenarios. And when it comes to you know more specifically witch stuff, Frida excels, right? And for a hot second there, they they definitely made us think that this was gonna go a jealousy route, where Hilda was gonna get jealous, and and, and Hilda was gonna get upset, and she was gonna kind of be maybe a little cold to Frida, and then also maybe a little um, a little too tryhard as they went on to like prove that no, I can be a witch too, like I'm good. What did I just hit? Oh, just kicked my fan on accident. Um, but they didn't ever go that route. You know, Hilda never really got jealous. I mean, you, you could see it in her eyes that she definitely wishes she could be more useful. But again, that just goes to who she is. Like, Hilda wants to help people. She always does. Um, but it never really went full of jealousy, which I like. Um, you know, and, um, they were able to succeed in their mission. Um, you know, we learn of Matilda and she's the one they're going after and she used to be a witch. She, I mean, she still is, but more so retired than ever. And, um, we have a nice little moment there where Matilda, who's a very, very experienced witch. She used to be Kais's mentor. Um, nice nice little relationship there. Nice little development for Kais's character. Um, I really like her character too. Um, she's cool. Um, you know, but then at the very end, we have Frida kind of leveling up to be like, okay, yeah, we're, we're going to teach you to be a witch, which it's usually not how that works, but she just displayed such, um, such like aptitude for this sort of stuff. Um, and then Hilda also wasn't left out. They made Hilda the, um, you know, Frida's familiar, which is funny because like usually familiars are like creatures, you know, it's like a cat or an owl or a dragon dragons probably aren't familiars you know they're usually like smaller animals that can like hop on your shoulder or something that's usually what i think of when i think of familiars um but they made hilda the familiar because it's like okay hilda can't really take the lead when it comes to this witch stuff but she's very good at helping and i think with her being like like you know frida's right hand i think frida can excel very far very high at being a witch, um, and I'm and I'm very excited, you know, you know kind of to dip slightly into predictions. I'm very excited to see that develop. Um, you know, I would like to see Frida get more and more like witch powers and like have more knowledge and like use that to, I don't know, help even more with like all the all of Hilda's misadventures. Um, you know, but we'll see. Um, you know, and to just kind of wrap that up again, witches are really cool in here. I like that they dove deeper into that. Um, there's all these little creatures and, uh, you know, 
fantasy stuff in this in this world so witches being there and not just being like a side thing where they dove deeper and like oh no we're gonna make one of the main characters a witch now so we're so we're always gonna have a link to that world and we can go in and out of it and it'll make sense every time uh very very smart very very clever next twig leaving one of the saddest moments in, in animation history in my opinion awful and, and it's always a thing where it's like you know in in all storytelling right it's like oh when when a human dies it could be sad but if a dog dies in a movie it's 10 times sadder right that's just a you know little cliche with with storytelling right but that's true here too twig's not a dog he's a deer fox right a deer fox which is a, a great combination of animals a deer and a fox it makes so much sense um but yeah i I do kind of want to get into that a little bit. So Twig leaves due to a dream, right? Twig leaves the house, uh, which he never does, right? He, he never goes out on his own. Uh, but there's like some dream that kind of, um, you know, it's more curiosity than anything else. You know, I think as the episode goes on, Hilda suspects and the mom kind of suspects that it's because they left their home, right? So Twig misses his home. You know, his old home, and especially like being in the outdoors all the time. You know, he could just go outside of his door, <laughs> you know, outdoors. And go outside of his door, and it's the forest, and there's nature, and there's animals, and there's, you know, a butterfly that he can chase. And, you know, whatever, like, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. Now they live in the city, and, you know, they can go outside of the ring of the city, and there's forests and stuff. But it's, it's not the same. So they suspect that's why. That he's kind of homesick, and... He doesn't love where they live now, right? Um, but, you know, we start to get some flashbacks in the, in the episode as well, which I really like because it answers questions that I don't know that we really had. Like, at least me. I don't know about, like, the general audience, but I never really cared to wonder how Twig and Hilda met. I mean, at this point, they're, they're glue, right? They're side by side. Who cares, right? Like, I, I don't know. I, I never, like, in my mind, I was probably like, oh, I don't know. Twig probably found them in the, you know, in their little outdoors place. And, you know, Hilda saw him and was like, oh, my God. This is a cool little creature. And then they just kind of hung out. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's what I thought they did. But we have some flashbacks. So we have a flashback to when Hilda found Twig trapped under some rocks. Again, a little more stakes here than just, like, finding him and hanging out, right? Hilda actually saved his life, it, you know, it, it seems like. You know, we have another flashback to where Twig returned the favor, and Twig saved Hilda from an eagle that was very aggressive. Um, you know, there was, there was like, it, her, her eggs were there, so it makes sense, but still, very aggressive. Um, and then on top of that, showed Hilda how to get back up the cliff that she was, uh, you know, stuck on, I guess. So that's nice, you know, we have a nice little back and forth there where they helped each other out and there is a bond that is formed now, right? Um, and we, in, we can kind of interpolate how that went from there, which got stronger and stronger and now they look out for each other and that's what they do, they're family now. Um, you know, then we have Twig saving Hilda and Joanna from the wolf that was chasing him earlier, right? So we have a nice little sequence where Twig back in the forest not all rainbows and sunshine though um running away from a wolf and now we have the wolf endangering his family's lives as well um so now he has to save them again right so 
So we have this nice little symbiotic relationship where they're family. That's just what they do. They, they help each other out, right? One's in danger, you help them out. You save them, right? Um, it doesn't have to be life and death, but you don't want to see the other one get injured. Then we have a nice little flashback again to Twig leaving his old herd because he heard Hilda in trouble, right? So that's a, that's a very far flashback, um, kind of like squat in the middle of, um, of them saving each other, I guess. And, um, that right there explains so much, right? Where he was going to go up to the, the spirit realm or whatever, <laughs> wherever the other deer foxes were going. And he didn't cause he, like, like, he's so much like Hilda, you know, like I was saying in the last segment about, um, you know, how Hilda is and how she's different from Frida, how she just wants to help people in general. You know, no, no matter the stakes, no matter how much trouble she can get in, she wants to help people. And so Twig is the same way, right? Where he literally left his family, everyone he's ever known behind. He didn't, I mean, I don't think at the moment, at the time he knew that he was not going to see them again, <laughs> but he sacrificed that time to go and uh, chase a cry for help, right? It's no wonder that him and Hilda get along so well. It's no wonder that they, you know, can can pursue these like these little adventures, right? Where they where they, they save creatures and humans and all that stuff. Um, but that the reason the flashback is there because now he has another opportunity. Now the little you know the little aurora borealis <laughs> is in the sky again, where his deer fox family are. And now he has a choice to make. Is he going to go with them now or is he going to st keep sticking with Hilda? And he decides to leave, right? It's very, very sad because we know this isn't just a visit. This is him going forever. We may never see Twig again. You know, and we, we, and we've seen Twig for a season and a half, right? This, this, this episode, I think, was like mostly around the middle of season two. So we've, we've seen him for a season and a half or so. And we've, we've grown attached to Twig. You know, we don't see him as much as the main characters right he doesn't speak he doesn't you know so there, there's that level of attachment isn't there but it's just the same thing as a human and a dog in a movie it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter like we care about this dog we don't we want everything good and nothing bad to happen to this little dog same thing with twig right where we don't want to see him anything happen to him and nothing is happening to him that's bad but we want to see more of him there's more episodes. There's a movie. There's another season. We're not going to see Twig ever again. <laughs> you know, he's awesome. Um, so very, very sad moment when he decides to, to stick with the herd. It's, a, it's bittersweet because it's like, this is where he belongs, right? This, this is his his uh, his family, his his birth family, right? This is, you know, they're, they're, they've probably been worried sick, but they don't know where to look. And they can only outstretch so far, I imagine. You know, it, I mean, it's the same thing with like, you know, there's like stories about adoption, right? I mean, I, I did, um, you know, way back when I did an episode on Meet the Robinsons, which is a Disney movie that if you haven't seen, you should go see. I think it's a very, very underrated Disney film. And, um, you know, it has to do with a, a, a kid who is an orphan and he you know wants to be adopted and all that. And there's an opportunity for him to see his birth parents. And it's like, on one hand, it's like, well, they kind of gave you up. Like you have these new people, you know, quote unquote, a new family that seems to love you and like why would you ever want to go back it's like well that's my birth mother and or father 
I feel like I have to, you know, like these are the people that are my, my, uh, biological family. I have to see them. Same thing here. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't blame Twig. I'm not saying Twig made the wrong decision. Um, but what hits you for, for the second punch, right? You got, you got the one, two punch. The first punch is Twig leaving the second punch. And I'm actually kind of feeling it right now. The second punch is Hilda breaking down in the middle of the forest. You know, her like strewn across a, a, a just like log in the forest and her breaking down and crying head and hands because she's realizing that everything from her old life is gone, right? That's something that we don't fight with too much and like too explicitly in the show, but we do see hints of it where it's like, it's so different, you know, like she used to just be in the woods chilling, hanging out with the, with the little forest creatures, little adventures, having fun. And now she has to move and she lives in a city with a lot of other people. She has to go to school. She has to live by these rules. You know, she has to let other people um, help out for once. And, and she can't always do everything on her own. You know, she can't be like not really a vigilante, but I don't know. There's not really another word for it that I can think of right now. But so like everything is slowly fading away and like not everything of her new life is bad i mean she would have never met frida or oliver i think is his name <laughs> it's probably not oliver i don't know what you know whatever his her, her like her other friend's name is i don't remember you know so those other things that you know she would have never people she would have never met things she would have never been able to do if she never came here but that, that doesn't always make it better. You know, it doesn't always erase the past, right? You can't. And the twig was like the final straw, right? For her to like keep her, 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 uh, her posture, right? It's like twig is gone. I'm never going to see twig again. Everything is gone, you know, because this whole episode has been flashbacks. This whole episode has been her going back to her old home, which is destroyed, you know, reliving memories you know going back to the same cliff that you know twig saved her on you know going back to her memories of like her exploring the forest and her mom being there like it's so reminiscent heavy and then for all that to kind of realize that all of it is gone it's not her life anymore that she loved and then for an actual constant in her life to be ripped away from her again with twig like she she gets destroyed and that moment was like oh man this this episode is so good but it's so bad you know and then we have the recovery where we see twig having second thoughts you know it seems like his family gives their blessing is like if you really want to go you know we we kind of sense why you want to leave what you want to leave for how happy you know those other people have made you go on ahead and twig leaves his family for a second time seemingly for the last time and goes back to hilda and is like nah you thought i can't leave you guys i love you guys it's just like oh it's such a good moment because it helps hilda and it's like twig isn't there like twig's sole purpose shouldn't be to just help hilda like you know that's that's like a tool at that point but it's not you know, it's not just to help Hilda. Like, he, he obviously loves Hilda. Hilda obviously loves him. And they help each other out, you know, on both a physical level and emotional level. Like, 
everything and it's oh it's so good came back joanna's like let's go home incredible incredible writing incredible setup and payoff oh fantastic episode probably top three episode in the entire series so far um you know but like it's it just like stuff like that that can make you feel you know that's another thing quick tangent animation man i'm telling you animation makes me emotional more than any any live action thing can you know there there's some amazing moments amazing writing you know like writers who write cartoons do not get enough credit who write animated movies and not get enough credit and they should because i've i've definitely gotten emotional <laughs> over cartoons like a hundred times more than any 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 live action show or movie um but yeah and move on to finally predictions right maybe predictions is the wrong word but i do want to talk about what i feel like the movie and then maybe season three you know that that sort of thing because i don't really know everything the movie is about because i haven't seen it um i only have some ideas because i do know the name of the movie i mean i don't know the name of the movie right this very second but i do know it does have to do with like trolls i know it, it plays even more into that um so kind of some setup for that is that you know we from the last episode you know we learn or you know it's just kind of reinforced in our minds that trolls really aren't bad creatures you know i think that inherently you know trollberg and all that like they're afraid of trolls that's why they have the walls that's why they have these clueless captain i guess i don't really know what his title is but he sucks i don't like him um you know why they have all these things being set up there because it's like oh trolls are bad we have to save they're monsters they'll hurt us they'll take our stuff they'll you know whatever right but we learn even with the last episode it's like oh they're not really like that like some are kind of bad people bad trolls but most aren't most are just chilling living life you know most of the anger probably comes from humans you know, from them messing up. Every time we see a human, like, dog, this is our forest. You're coming here, and then you're trying to attack us in our place? Like, we're, like of course we're going to be upset. <laughs> you can't come here and then just, you know, I don't know. Same thing with sharks, too. It's like, oh, shark attacks. It's like you're in the ocean. <laughs> sharks are born in the ocean. Humans are not. Sharks, you know, the, the, the ocean is the shark's dead. Like, you can't be mad at a shark. You're, you're, you're invading on its territory, and you're like, oh, sharks, a shark bit my arm off. Yeah? I mean, if a shark came in your house, <laughs> you know, and, like, you had a, a gun, I guess. That's what Americans have, is guns. You had a gun and, like, blasted off its tail fin. You know, I, I, you know, I don't really feel like the shark has any, any right to go back to its people and be like, or go back to its sharks and be like, man, humans are crazy. You know, I, I, I came in their house just to chill, and they, they shot off a part of my body. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, well, well, you invaded my home. <laughs> you know, and I don't really know that sharks have homes necessarily, because I don't really know how the ocean is set up. But still, you know, sharks have gills, we don't. That's, that's, that's all we got to say. You know, and then the very end, we see that Hilda and the little troll kid are switched, right? Through some sort of magic, it seems... Um, little like dolls on on the trolls stand they like flip their heads and um that's kind of the big cliffhanger of the episode right is um the troll in like somewhat of more of a humanoid looking body 
um, wakes up in Hilda's bed. Joanna freaks out. And then back at the little cave that they were at, um, Hilda wakes up in a more troll-like body in the troll's cave um, and kind of freaks out like, what's happening? And if you're on YouTube, I have a, a screenshot of that where Hilda's kind of like feeling her face. And it's like, oh my God, what's, what's going on? You know, um, you know that's kind of the setup for it. Um, you know, I, I, I do think that this is a really cool way for Hilda to be with trolls more and explore that side of her interests more because like we've talked about already, like Hilda loves this side of the world, like the, you know, the more fantastical part of the world um, that I really do think that the world building is, is good in this, uh, you know, in the show, because they don't set it up as like, oh, only some people know about fantastical creatures. It's like, no, like we're very aware of trolls for the most part. And like other beings aren't like myths right like stuff that could never exist you know like in our world trolls don't exist you know now they could but if you were to really believe that and tell people that they think you're crazy or think you're just an idiot right because there's no like like trolls aren't just a common thing in the world right but in this world in hilda's world there's trollberg right there's stories of trolls you can literally go outside the walls especially at night and probably find trolls walking about you know so i do think they I like that they set that up and it's not like a mystery it's not like they have to tiptoe around everything like oh this you know do do these things exist i can't really talk about fairies to my friends because they'll think i'm crazy it's like no they, they probably exist you know um you know there's there's clouds in the sky that are sentient and they control weather by arguing apparently <laughs> That's not a weird thing. That's just, oh, yep, that, I guess that makes sense with the logic of our world. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, back to Hilda specifically, you know, I do think it's, I mean, the, so this, I think, is what the movie's going to be about. Um, I think the movie is called something like Hilda and the Troll King or something like that. Hilda and Troll Mountain. It's, 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 I don't remember exactly. It's, it's something like that. But you imagine that season three is going to be her being a troll. Right, it's gonna be basically the whole movie. I'm sure at the end, she'll turn back or whatever. You know, maybe there'll be a moment where maybe she doesn't want to turn back or something. You know, um, but yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's, that's probably gonna be the movie. Um, you know, but I do think this is a very interesting setup for her to be kind of freaked out at the beginning, but then after it, kind of get over it, and then maybe be able to talk to trolls, maybe have a have and grow a strong connection with trolls and learn more about who they are and what they do because we got a spark of it right at the, at the at the end of the season where her and her mom were kind of trapped there and that's where they really learned like without a shadow of a doubt that trolls inherently are not bad and they kind of like us well not like but like we can coexist you know and like the like the troll that they had were very hos very hospitable and kind of took them in and was like hey here's some tea and we kind of have food, I guess, and there's some place for you to sleep. We got blankets, you know, you can, you can crash here for the night. Like they're cool, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I don't know. I did an episode on the bee movie <laughs> recently and I was talking about how bees like don't really want to sting you, you know? Like they, like they're mostly docile creatures, you know, like they don't want to sting you. But if, if you mess with one, especially if you're close to its its hive, 
it's going to think that you are a threat to the queen and it's going to sting you. Same thing with trolls, where it's like, hey, they probably don't care about you. You know, like they're probably like, hey, I'm, hey, you're cool. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. You're cool. You know, um, don't mess with me. I won't mess with you. That's all it's going to be. You know, and, and and I really do like the 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 prospect of, of what this could be for Hilda, Hilda and her friends, and then her little troll burg area. Like I'm 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 very curious. Um, and then on Joanna's end, I don't know that we're gonna focus on her side so much. Like I'm sure we're gonna have it flipping back and forth between Joanna, not not Joanna. Well, yes, Joanna. But anyway, flipping back and forth between Hilda and the troll kid and what they're doing. I imagine Hilda's gonna take up more screen time. It's probably going to be more like 75-25 rather than 50-50. But I imagine whenever we do flip back to Joanna and the Troll Kid, I imagine it's going to be more like hijinks, you know, um, you know, you know just kind of like wacky stuff going on, you know, not really anything too, um, you know, too deep. I imagine the more deep stuff is going to come from Hilda's side, um, you know, because she's going to more, you know, because I feel like from Hilda's side, Hilda's story gonna, is going to be more explorative. Um, whereas Joanna's side is going to be more just like making sure the troll doesn't do anything crazy, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm very excited for the movie. Very excited to watch it. Um, and I'll talk about it when I'm done, you know? Uh, but that's pretty much it. Season two, very, very good season. Um, they pretty much just built upon everything. Like, like that was kind of their strategy for the season was just like, Hey, take all the good stuff from the first season and just like do more of it and that's really all this show needs to be <laughs> you know it doesn't really have to have this like overarching plot like other shows have you know like at the top of this episode i talked about owl house and owl house is like a good healthy mix of like some random stuff but also definitely an overarching plot that has through lines and has character development and growth and all that stuff not all shows have to be that, you know, like I like that Hilda isn't that and it's more just kind of slice of lifey and we're just like every episode is just kind of, hey, what is Hilda and her friends getting up to today, you know? But yeah, that's it for Hilda season two. Um, let me know what you thought about season two. Let me know how excited you are and what you think the movie's going to be. Um, go check out more episodes of cartoon season where I talk about other cartoons, anime, all kinds of stuff on the Tiger T YouTube channel, as well as many, many other podcast platforms. Links for everywhere you can listen or watch this will be in the description, as always. And um, yeah, that's it for today. Until next time, watch the Hilda movie, and then let me know what other stuff you want to hear me talk about. <laughs>